Very good morning to you if you've just joined us. And today I'm going to be speaking to Brother Mike Chalmers for a little while. Good morning, Brother Mike. Good morning, Father Emil. Good to have you with us again. Yes, it's lovely to be talking again. Thank you so much. Brother Mike, this coming Sunday is Bible Sunday, isn't it? Not this Sunday, the last Sunday in August. Oh, the last Sunday in August. Well, you know, we always like to emphasize the importance of reading the Bible. And we thought, well, let's give a little bit of airtime to... Uh, what you have to share with us about the importance of reading the Bible. Well, let me start with saying that um, our theme for this Bible Sunday is hope for our communities. And I think we can all look forward to a a share of hope um, in these difficult times. At the outset, I must uh, ask the listeners um, just to get a pencil and paper handy uh, because at the end of the uh, interview, I'm going to give you an email address where you can get a booklet that deals with Bible Sunday. Um, Here is the email address. It's jhb at catholicbible.org.za. JHB is Johannesburg. I'd like to start with two quotations. The one comes from Pope Francis, and this is what he has to say to us. Dear families, listen to the Word of God, meditate on it, pray with it, let the Lord fill your lives, with mercy. Everyone should carry a small Bible or pocket edition of the Gospel and should find at least a few minutes every day to read the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And then a second quotation, and this comes from Archbishop Brislin, who writes on behalf of the Catholic Bishops' Conference, And he says, the Holy Bible, it is God's manual for living a life that is pleasing to him. It is God's guidelines and principles. It is where we find comfort and solace in times of need. It is where we come to better know the God of our Creator. And I think taking those two quotes, um, there's no doubt as to the importance of the Bible in our lives and the importance of this celebration. Right. Now, you do a lot of work in furthering and encouraging people to read the Bible, to study the Bible. You're involved in what we call the Catholic uh, Bible Foundation. Is this gaining in popularity? Do you get around and speak to schools, parishes? How does it operate? Well, Father, um, we've been going for over 20 years, mm. and I must say that this year has been by far the busiest. Mm-hmm. Um, we go to schools, and when we go into schools, our first aim is to give the children a really good experience 
of Scripture. They must come away with the, the feeling that Scripture is fun. Mm-hmm. And so we do it. We teach, we just go into a school and we will take a grade for the whole school day and do a whole variety of activities with the scriptures. And that's from the little ones to the seniors. In the parishes, we have a number of programs that we offer and one of them is that we give them once-off talks. Um, Last year we we emphasized mercy um, and various aspects of mercy as they come out of Scripture. Um, This year there's been a big emphasis on the importance of the Word in its changing our lives. Um, We do the Gospel of the Year every year. So this year um, we're busy with with Matthew, next year we'll be busy with with Mark. Obviously we're already planning for that as well. And we do usually do a three Saturday morning program or sometimes we can do it in the evenings depending on how people uh, want it. Um, Added to that, that our website is nearing completion and we will be putting on um, articles and commentaries uh, on the Sunday readings uh, articles of interest about the scriptures in general and all of these combine to encourage people to go to the word of God um, for people to have a really good experience of scripture. Mm. Well, it's the experience, but I suppose one hopes that people will read the scriptures and come to love the scriptures and come to a, a deeper love of, of God and our Lord. Yes. Um, this re- reminds me of a, a quotation that came from a, a church document um, Verbum Domini, it was published in 2010 by Pope Benedict. And this he says, and I find this in a sense quite disturbing, there is no greater priority than this. Ah. Mm. That's a a heavy saying, Mm. that this is the number one priority Mm. of the church. Mm -hmm. To enable the people of our time once more to encounter God, Mm. the God who speaks to us and shares his love so that we might have life in abundance. Mm. And he continues, and Pope Paul continues, Pope John Paul continues, where does one concretely see the face of Christ? Recognizing him requires a gaze of faith which is acquired through the habitual reading of the Word of God. The Word of God is an essential. It's an essential part of our spirituality. Mm. And we do, you know, the the Scriptures were written over a period of about a thousand years. Mm. They were 
written in a foreign language. They've been translated. Mm. We need help to find the depths of Scripture. But there are a few simple ways in which we can draw the riches out of the text. And this brings me to another program that we actually offer, and we call it Windows on God's Word. In other words, we give people a few tools, a thing like looking at the emotions in the text, because most of Scripture is story, so we look at the emotions. We look at repetition. We know that the Scriptures were written to be read out. And how would a writer emphasize a particular point? He simply used repetition. So if you go and look in a text and you find a whole lot of repetition, then you're going to start to realize what the writer had in mind, what was so important. If you go to John 15, the beginning of that chapter, you will find and I suggest you, you do this, go to John 15 and look for the word remain. Remain in me. Remain in my love. And I promise you, you're going to be amazed how many times that phrase is repeated. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yes. the writer of John was telling us, you've got to be in a relationship with the Lord. Right. Well, you know, you, you say that, um, uh, brother, brother Mike, and uh, I mean, I can, I can testify to this, that, you know, when, uh, when I reflect every day on the gospel of the day, I just spend time with the Lord, reading the text, and, and just resting with the text before the Lord. And, and I must say, for me, I'm often amazed at the inspiration and the uh, you know the intimacy one has with the Lord and with the Scriptures by just being with the Lord and resting with the text. Sometimes we're so busy, but we really have to switch off and just say, "I'm going to be with the Lord and let this text really uh, and penetrate to the depths of my being." And I think that's something I think we've got to try. And I certainly find it very helpful doing that every day. I must agree with you completely, and I would like to emphasize. To, the, to, to our listeners that we have an extraordinary gift in the liturgical readings mm. for the, the, the two cycles for the years and the three cycles um, for the Sundays. Mm. And the way those texts combine and interrelate it's an absolute marvelous gift that we've been given. Mm. And just yesterday, I was talking to one of the, our priests somewhere down south of here, Johannesburg, and he was saying that he's had the experience that there are many other denominations who have gone to the trouble of buying a missile and going to the text that are in, in our, uh, our lectionary. Right. It's, a, it's a gift that we should not neglect. 
Right. It's the inspiration. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, you're quite right. You're quite right. It's 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 the text. They enrich each other and they they speak to each other. Especially on Sunday, for example, the first reading and the and the gospel, they often just relate relate to each other. And sometimes a special gift with the second reading, uh, uh, tones in as well. Yes, and I'm amazed at how well the psalm, mm. the responsorial psalm, also yes relates as well. Mm. Um. You know, there's a, what, 150 psalms, and it's a bit heavy going to right. yeah. work through those. Mm. But the, the, the way the, the compilers have selected from mm. the psalms, mm. they've done a marvelous mm. job. And you know, Mike, you say that uh, I do my little program every day, which is the evening prayer of the church at half past five. And uh, I'm amazed at the thousands of people who listen to that program. And whenever I go around from one place to another and I meet people and they always say, Father, you know, Thank you so much for the the sunset program because we listen every day. And I'm always encouraged because I say to myself sometimes, I wonder who's listening to this program today. But lots of people listen and they love the Psalms. Oh, there's a richness there mm. that uh, it boggles the mind. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. And then I always shared with something about the gospel of the day. And that's usually... Uh, the fruits of my own prayer and meditation in the mornings. And uh, and uh, I thank God for that, that the whole evening prayer of the church becomes a wonderful prayer of praise, adoration, reflection, inspiration, and so on. And, uh, and, and I think that's really what people are looking for nowadays. There's so much that's depressing and hopeless and so on in the world today, in our country, in politics, sometimes even in the church. The people want inspiration. They want a bit of life. They want something to look forward to, to hope for, and to, to, to give them uh, something that will carry them on for the rest of the day or the night. You know, I can endorse that. When I'm talking to people about the Scriptures and introducing the Scriptures, mm. I say to them that what you're reading is very largely somebody's personal experience of God. Mm. And the Church documents in many places refer to having a good experience of God. You've just mentioned that you actually share your God experience, how God has spoken to you mm. in the text. Yes. And often when we, we pray various parts of the scriptures and people will say, you know, I was with you a year ago and you did this particular exercise, mm. and today it spoke to me in an entirely different way. Mm. It's not the text that's speaking to you, mm. it's the Lord who is speaking to you. Mm. I think that's so important. That really is. I mean, we can forget about it. Often we think it's, I'm doing exegesis, or I'm studying the Scriptures and so on, but it's the Lord speaking in you and through you, through those words, through those holy words in the Scripture. Yes, mm. without the slightest doubt. Yes, yes. You know, um, you know. Remember Jesus before Pilate, and uh, Pilate said, "You the King of the Jews," mm. and Jesus said, "Do you say this of your own accord, mm. or have others told you about me?" 
And this, that text yeah. speaks profoundly to me that when any one of us is speaking about the Lord, whether it's a mother talking to her children or a grandmother talking to her grandchildren or a, a, a catechist in front of the class that she has or a, a teacher, an RE teacher in a school, you must be speaking from your own experience. The children could well be saying to you, are you saying this of your own accord, or are you just repeating what somebody else has said to you? Yes, of course, we must learn from others. But to be convincing, we really need to be speaking out of our own experience. And that comes from this conversation. You know, prayer is a conversation with God. And, you know, sometimes I think that God must hang his head and say, for God's sake, no, no, God can't say for God's sake, but for God's sake, let me get a word in. Just will you stop? And that's what I heard you saying. Let the word of God penetrate, soak into you. Mm, yes. Brother Mike, we have to move on. We'd love to go on for another hour like this, but uh, usually we give people an opportunity now, phoning in and giving us their prayer intentions for Mass today. So if we could just wind up, and I think you've given us lots to think about and reflect on, uh, you wanted to give us some information. I want to just to remind you that the booklet for Bible Sunday is, has been published. It's been sent to every parish in the country. Um, and if you want your own personal copy, and we, there's no charge for this, please just send us an email to jhb at catholicbible.org.za and we will send you an electronic copy of it within a few hours. Oh, so please do that. Let me remind it just once more. JHB at catholicbible.org.za And now I wish you all a wonderful and joyous celebration of the Bible on the last Sunday of August, which is going to be the 27th of August. Thank you very thank much. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Brother Mike. Always lovely talking to you, and thank you for sharing with us about the Bible. The time is, uh, the time is now 10 minutes to 8.